0: Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks!
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan. I'm here with Big Cass. Uh, Big Cass, man, inflation out of control because Chris Holtman just got a huge extension. Pays him 3.5 million annually. Um, probably 1.5 million way too much should have given the rest to Ryan day who also got an extension well-deserved for right coach day not what 9.5 million annually in my opinion too little should be 11 Cass I mean some big deals what were your thoughts
0: well Fred McGuff got a not Fred McGuff but coach McGuff got a, <laughs> a coach Myers and Someone else got an extension. Five coaches got an extension. And I'm going to quote Chris Drew from the Menace, from Jack Smith's podcast. Four coaches got extensions. One – I mean, five coaches got extensions. Only four of them deserved it.
1: <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I will say, though, he did get the famous vote of confidence from Gene Smith. So when, Usually when a coach gets the vote of confidence, that's like the beginning of the end. So – I mean, I don't know what to say. It's it's a joke at this point. You know, You know, everyone knows my feelings on Holtman. I'm not a fan until he proves it. It is what it is.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, there comes to a point where if you don't make it to at the least the Sweet Sixteen, as where Zane Smith wants his basketball program to go, it'd be elite. Or back to where the early fad monitor or the – before Thad Mountain last four years, competing for Big Ten titles, winning Big Ten t- championships, you were guaranteed, Thad Mana, you were guaranteed to put the Buckeyes on the Sweet 16 line every year, just but, about yeah. if they made the tournament. And because Coach, Coach Mata could, he knew how to get his players up for a tournament run. I mean, there was only one, I think there was only one or two years where he didn't make it to the Sweet 16. So if you want to, if Gene Smith wants to, get to that level, which Chris Holtman has the potential to do that. It's just for some reason, it's not happening. Like Chris Holtman yeah. is a good coach.
1: No, he, Chris, it, it, Hol-
0: Chris Holtman's a good coach in December and January. But what happens in February?
1: I, I, we, always <laughs> we always fall flat.
0: We always fall flat. Actually, I would say from mid – okay – when the NFL playoffs start in mid-January, to when the death. Super Bowl run to when the Super Bowl is over, is the Ohio State kiss of death. We're always like having—I don't know how many episodes that we've had where it's been the Ohio State basketball blues, where we're complaining, bitching, moaning, and complaining about a basketball team that's not up for games.
1: Literally, just play any. I, I for those f- listeners, just go back like. Every year, go from like that time frame, January to February. It's the same same stuff. I mean, we're cast. We're running out of material. It's getting dry. Like <laughs> we need Holtman to change it up so we can get new, oh, new material.
0: But it's it, it's it's so weird because too, it's like this basketball. The basketball teams look so good. Okay, for instance, they beat Duke last year. A couple of years ago, they beat Villanova. They beat UCLA. They beat Kentucky. Um, and then in his first year, who, who did they beat in his first year that was real big? I can't, it's slipping my mind, but every year he's beat a big school and they schedule bigger schools and he's beat them in December. But he when he called Michigan
1: to, State too, like when they were ranked high.
0: Yeah. But when you get, I know the Big Ten just beats the crap out of each other. It happens every year. Big Ten, I'm sorry, outside of that team up north, not many Big Ten teams make a deep run in the tournament.
1: What's frustrating and, is all the guys he recruits to. You watch, you watch their like go on YouTube trying to learn about these guys. You watch their highlight tapes, you watch their mixtapes. They got, you know, Lil Wayne and they got all these great musicians going to it. Like you watch the Mickey Mitchell highlight tape, for example. I mean, obviously, a thad guy, but you watch all, but my point is you watch all these crazy highlight tapes of them in high school, cat. They get onto campus. And they forget how to dribble, they don't know how to shoot a layup, they don't know how to defend. So it's like, what what is he doing to our guys? Like, why do they not? Why are they not adjusting to the college level? michi has gone. We I know we got some you know some older transfers, which is great. I like the Holden kid from you know right right state. Sean McNeil from West Virginia is a good player. He can shoot. Isaac Likely was a really good player in the Big Twelve. We got some good guards now coming in. I,
0: I like the fact that he actually went out and used the portal for good players instead of getting the guys like Jimmy Sotos.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the, the guys he got to, the three my, guys he got are scorers. So yeah. you got you to gotta, you yeah, appreciate and, that.
0: And, let, and it doesn't help. I mean, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt this year, this past season. Seth Towns out for the year. Justice Suing out for the year. Kyle Young in and out with injuries. Uh, Michi Johnson in and out with injuries. I mean – it, injuries do happen, but what happens to the depth? Like you don't have depth. You had EJ Liddell in, you know, out there playing 39, 40 minutes, uh, Malachi Brennan, he developed on his own because now he's literally he's projected to go 14th to the Cavs, which that would be huge for the yeah, cast.
1: That, that's a great pick. I saw in the one mock draft, I saw EJ Liddell, you know, end of first round, uh, Dallas Mavericks, which would be I think a really good spot for him. Mav- Mavs, other than Luca, they're really not that deep. I think he would, could go there and almost make an immediate impact at you know at the forward for them.
0: Yeah, but it's it's time like the it's the extension I think that he got is in the voter conference is hey. We're giving you this money. Now go out and do something and produce. It's a cost of living adjustment. <laughs> it's, it's
1: like when we get 50 cents to our pay, added to our pay. That's the only thing that, could, like, it. Just this is just accounting for inflation. I'm serious. Like, there's no reason why he should have gotten more. It's only Gene Smith just wants him to be able to, you know, to buy more canes and for the students. Chicken's yeah. high, man. Chicken's pricey. And, and then Ryan Day gets a well-deserved
0: uh extension yeah he's uh he, you know he's split his games, games his play to games with that team up north um he's been to the playoffs uh, every year but one um that he's had been a head coach he's getting ready to go in its fourth year he's won in two he's made a national championship appearance he's won two big ten titles I mean the guy deserved it and the way he's recruiting gene Smith made it known. That Ryan Day is here to stay, and he made it known that said that we're not going to let Mel Tucker be the highest paid coach in the Big Ten.
1: Ryan Day's lost one Big Ten game in the past three years. Pay him his money.
0: Yeah, and it was yeah. I mean, it was this year. Yeah, so it's he deserved it, and Ryan Day loves being in Columbus. Ryan Day is the type of coach where I think in the attitude he wants, he wants a statue next to Woody. But guess what? It's time
1: to start winning national championships. But he has this team. Uh, This is this is the year. I'm telling you. I mean, I I I'm feeling this has to be the
0: year. I feel I've, dude. It's 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 a week or a week and a half from Memorial Day, and I'm already pumped for football because.
1: You, you, you know why this team is going to be so good? You know why another team is going to be a good cast? Because that Addison kid, which I think is a good segue to get cuz we want to talk all about this. Addison was obviously available for forever. I mean, we all knew ever since USC started pursuing him, you know, he was probably going to USC, but they had to save face and everything and make it look like he was looking at other places. But while he's looking at other places like, you know, Bama, Texas, you hear all these places, uh, Ohio State never really showed any interest. They were like, "Hey, we don't need him because honestly, he, apparently we're so he talented." Hated yeah. And
0: apparently he 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 was waiting for Ohio State to offer, but and we were like, "Nah, no, we're State good." wasn't going to offer.
1: We don't need that. Like, we're good. Like that's that tells you the confidence that a guy like Ryan Day has in this roster, his room, let me,
0: let me tell you. I watch a lot of college football. Everybody, you know, I watch a lot of football, you know. I'm no expert. But I do watch film. I I watch, I rewatch games. So I got when Jordan Addison enters the portal, I started going back and watching games. The dude had a lot of garbage catches. He he had 146 targets last year. 146 I mean, so a like
1: weren't, weren't that good.
0: Who did he play? go put his Michigan State stats on. You know what? I'm going to do it right now. What was the well, that's,
1: Yeah, that's that's tough because uh, I don't believe Kenny Pickett played in that one.
0: But if you're the Blintikoff award winner and you're supposed to be the best wide receiver in the country, I mean, hold on. I'm trying to find the stats.
1: I believe. Against Michigan State's defense. Yeah, I believe J.S. had seven better season. Okay. Oh,
0: Jason, a Jason is so much better. Uh let's see here.
1: Hold on. Um, I'm pulling up the stats. I know Jordan Addison, 100 catches, 1593 yards, 17 touchdowns. JSN, 95 catches, uh 16106 yards, nine touchdowns. Uh Asson had more catches and touchdowns, but also he was the number one target. JSN was like the third guy. Okay.
0: The the quarterback for Pitt went 14 of 18, 149 yards, one touchdown, one interception, right? Uh, Not
1: bad stats. uh, No.
0: Against Michigan State. We know what JSN, Chris Olave, and Garrett Wilson did to them.
1: Oh, yeah. They also Michigan State. And literally, uh, by the way, I was talking to one of my coworkers at work who is a Michigan State fan. He literally just said yesterday, too, they had the worst pass defense in America. Like he quoted And you can't that. be
0: the bluntikoff Award winner. With a quarterback that still was efficient, Belleville, 14 of 18, you can't be the bluntikoff Award winner, have only seven catches, 114 yards, and no touchdowns against the worst <laughs> pass defense in the country.
1: You should have. Simple. A- I mean JSN JSN it's a bowl game JSN went for over three put ones. on the Rose
0: Bowl so Jordan Addison Jordan Addison would be third at best on the on the roster in the depth chart.
1: I mean, so I don't, you can't put and him he, over Marvin Harrison Jr. No, and he's you, a freak. I don't even think, I, I think Ameko Buka's better. Uh, yeah, I think I think if Abuka had the the volume and and you
0: know people are saying how how can Ohio State fans sit there and say. That you can't, you wouldn't take the Blintikoff Award winner. One, he doesn't fit the Ryan Day mold of a wide receiver.
1: Where would he play? Yeah, we, I mean, he wouldn't play the X. He wouldn't play the Y. He wouldn't be the slot. And then you're also, obviously, then you're also angering like Ibuka and like Julian Fleming, Fleming, John. Yeah, yeah I rather, I rather, I rather keep the depth.
0: Depth. You mean that's the thing? Jordan Addison's going to go to go to. He's going to go to USC, and I will guarantee it right now. Right now, if J- Jackson Smith and Jigwa is not up for the Blentikoff Award, and that dude is, yeah, somebody see, somebody in the NCAA needs fired because they're not obviously watching So Jackson Smith and Jigwa will, will be the first wide receiver taken in the top ten. Jordan Addison won't even be a first-round draft pick. Yeah, it's, I mean, unfortunately,
1: it's up to the media who decides this. And, look, they just – they just like what they like. Come and on. they Johan Dotson, Jahan Dotson and David Bell
0: were up, and uh, Jordan Addison were up for the Blentikoff and not one wide re- Ohio State wide receiver. Yeah, and guess blows what? My, blows my oh, mind. Oh, no, Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams, not Jahan Dotson. But guess what? The two guys that should have been up for it were drafted ahead of uh, Jameson Williams. Which they, I mean, and they got John it right. Dotson.
1: They got it right. And David Bell, it. The, the the NFL scouts. There's a big difference between NFL scout and media. Like it's, I'm not saying NFL scouts know everything, but they know more than the college football. You know,
0: and, and Michigan, and Mich- a lot of Michigan fans were calling out Ohio State fans for this. Didn't, despite losing, didn't Stroud still throw for almost 400 yards against Michigan?
1: It was despite, over 300. I want to say 350-ish. Yeah. It was and like despite, the Dwayne Haskins-Purdue game. Yeah.
0: And despite losing, didn't Jackson Smith and
1: Jibba still shred Michigan's defense? He did, and he had that one ridiculous catch that kept us in the game. You remember? Yeah, I do
0: remember. Just So <laughs> us losing to Michigan last year was all on the defense.
1: Uh, mostly I would I would say ninety percent, but I would go ninety ninety percent. Also, the offense line did not play good. Uh, I mean we we know though we, we yes. don't need to re, we don't need to revisit
0: that. cast. No. no, but that that's the notation where he's going to be go out to USC. He's not going to play any first round corners. That's why he didn't
1: go to Alabama. That's why he. I mean, he could have went to Texas. The number. Stroud threw for 394 yards against that team up north. Just okay, late. 400 yards. Yeah. Did he turn the ball over? No. Exactly. It was a pretty good game.
0: Yeah. But anyways, speaking of this season, major announcements happen this week for scheduling. And we all like Fox. We all thought ESPN traded the rights to Notre Dame, Ohio State, to – to Fox but last what was it was it It was Monday Monday Fox announced that September 10th they will be having the Alabama at Texas game and I'm like there is no way now that in my mind this was Monday night and I meant to text you Dan about this I was like there is no way ESPN is gonna let Ohio State Notre Dame slip through the cracks. Guess what happened? Eleven o'clock. Oh no! Noon drop. The lunch hour drop. ESPN announced that college game day will be in Columbus for the Ohio State Notre Dame game. Seven thirty kickoff.
1: I'm actually, guys, I'm man. actually scared for our city that day, just because it's going to be a wild tailgate. Cass, I think there's going to be I mean, a lot of people that just don't make it to the game. I think it's going to be, it's a Labor Day weekend. You get the three days, uh, first game of the year. It's playing probably, drunken Catholics. It's going to be dr- the drunken Catholics. Yeah. Uh, we're, they're Irish. I'm Irish. Like it's going to be a bad combo. It's going to be a bad day to be a beer. Um, and it's going to be uh, hopefully great weather. Uh, it's going to be pretty interesting to say the least.
0: <laughs> I do want to know how much alcohol will be consumed during that game.
1: I, you know what, I'm calling it now too. Uh, Ohio State, make sure your freaking, you know, chip readers and everything are functioning before the game because we do not want a a, a repeat of last year where the first game no one can get in.
0: Or you could enter the stadium as early as Cass does. Cass, too. (laughs) I enter the stadium 90 minutes before kickoff because I like to watch the crowd jump in. I like to watch the players warm up. By the way, I do get good. I do get good uh, content when the players are warming up. You do. I mean, that's when I knew the Naylor kid wasn't going to play for Michigan State.
1: Mm-hmm. You did. You did call it, Bud. But it's going to be a good game. I hope. I think we're going to smack them. We'll obviously preview it and everything, but like a but also, night, night game. I just can't wait. It's going to be awesome. But also, Wisconsin
0: Week Four in the shoe. ESPN. And I, I showed you the schedule yesterday for Wisconsin. There's no reason why that game won't be a night game because they're going to overhype Wisconsin. Because Wisconsin plays Illinois State, Washington State, and I think I think that might be it.
1: I feel like they'll it's gonna happen. Somehow they're gonna lose they'll they'll find a way to lose the game before we play them. I feel like that's classic Ohio oh. State luck.
0: Dude, they play Illinois State, Washington State, and New Mexico State.
1: So I'm not a betting man, but if I were a betting man for the house on New Mexico State the day but the, the, the week before. Because I would I would take them with the spread. Like I if I was a betting man,
0: the spread would probably be like six touchdowns. I'm just going to do money, go,
1: line. I'm like go $10 money line. I'll put like $10 money line.
0: I'll go the under. I'll go the under.
1: I'm just going to put like – I'm going to put a little bit of chunk of change where like if it hits, you can get a nice steak dinner. But if you lose it, you're it's like $10, $15. Bucks, who cares? But that's just what I would do personally, Cass. But yeah, I think, I think
0: though Wisconsin will be undefeated. That would be a night game. That'll be your – scar. my opinion, that game will be your scarlet out or your blackout. I do think they'll do something fun with the Notre Dame game, but I think they'll keep it tradition. They'll keep the same uniforms, the traditional uniforms, because of the hype of the two schools.
1: And I I, I agree with that, Cass. Uh, And it's week one. And it's week one. I agree with that. We were also talking kind of before the show too. I just want to bring this up. I think we should do the scarlet out against that team up north. If we're doing, if we're gonna go all traditional against Notre Dame, I'm fine with doing like a scarlet out where we have like the Penn State uniforms, like those color rush ones, against that team up north. I think we need a little bit juice this year. I just, I know we're, I know we're gonna be super motivated, but I think we need to bring out even more, more of the stops against them because it's like it's basically you know our revenge and tour. I, I
0: think, and I think with the Notre Dame game, it fits perfect. The hor- the horseshoe is gonna be. Uh, is 100 years old now. They'll celebrate the horseshoe being 100 years old. Um, Sister G is still older.
1: They'll bring, they'll bring out the new turf, which, by the way, it looks pretty slick. It did. If you saw the video in the Woody Hayes Center, it's in I'm the, not going to uh, lie. French, that,
0: it's in the French Fieldhouse.
1: Whoever won the design contest, I feel bad because I kind of, like, I made fun of him. like, this is stupid, like, it literally looks the same. They did a very good job.
0: It's in the French field
1: house, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it looks it looks amazing. Uh shout out it whoever does. whoever whoever like submitted that final design. Well well job well well job done or good job done. I can't even speak right now, Cass. Um Do you think the do you think though in the twenty just for this year, for the twenty five yard
0: line, they'll put like a hundred year horseshoe logo?
1: Uh just for this year. Uh Maybe for like the first game, I don't know. Maybe for games? the Notre Dame. Well, uh, isn't that where the Dwayne Haskins logo is, though? I no, that's on the five yard line. Yeah, the, could,
0: no, it's on the seven yard
1: line. It, I'm not look. I'm not an expert in field logo design. I don't know if they would have to get like the Dwayne Haskins one removed or what they would have to do. If they can make it work, go for it. Absolutely. Um, I think they just.
0: I think they'll put one, one logo. Well, no, the 25-yard line has the Big Ten logo.
1: What about not even a logo? What about just, like, a banner? Like, you know where they have, like, the – it's, like – it has, like, Paul Brown, and it just, like – like, it has all his accomplishments. Like, right next to it, just put, like, 100 years in the shoe. I think that would work. Yeah, or
0: I think they'll just do it on the scoreboard.
1: Like, in the student section, they have, like, all the alumni sponsors or whatever – like right there in the top right, I think that would look good in my opinion. Yeah.
0: I can't wait. Me too. To get back it's, into the shoe. It's I, we drive by it uh, quite a bit going to her aunt's because her aunt lives in Clintonville. and there's this thing where we will drive by it and I'll just look at it and go, "Hey, they're beautiful." Yeah. <laughs> and it, eh, dude, I just want to take wait. another look at you. <laughs> yeah. dude. I I'm I'm a crazy lunatic, man, because. I'll just drive up to campus just to drive around because, you know, that's how I am. That's I've always been like that. Um, I mean, right now, right now it's a perfect time because nobody's like most of the students are gone. And
1: it was eerie. I was last week. I was down near campus um, in the morning, Saturday morning at like 11 a.m. And in the summertime, it's eerie because all the students are gone and the only students that are there are still, like, not out and about yet because they're still re- recovering from the night before because they were obviously probably all out at the bars. So it's like a ghost town. Like, it's crazy. It's – getting older, you just notice these things, and yes. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a simple man now these days. I have my fire pits in my house, but yeah.
0: So, all right. Before we leave the podcast, we because- have to – we have to talk about the monkey in the room well the monkey in college football Nick Saban oh. and Jimbo Fisher are about to have a WWE Hell in a Cell match on October 8th 2022 in Tuscaloosa
1: I love it for the rivalry cuz now this the Alabama and AM this is officially like a pretty decent rivalry because with the Johnny Manziel game then last year uh AM upsetting them the and m always plays them tough I think Bam's going to thrash him. Um, I think it's going to be a, a bloodbath in Tuscaloosa, but Cass uh, – I, I, I'm kind of – I'm on Nick Saban's side here. I'm on his side. I think
0: Lane, – Lane Kiffin came out and said he was on um, Nick Saban's side. But I do have to say Jimbo Fisher is kind of right. You're going to bitch, moan, and complain about me when you've been doing it all along? <laughs> I mean <laughs> – Look,
1: here, the difference is – Jimbo's just doing this blatantly. Like, like, I saw the stat. They had like one or two five stars the past couple of years before NIL. And then NIL comes out and they're just getting all these guys. They're blatantly just throwing money at people. Seven, and, and, seven yeah. five stars this year. And I get it. I get it. Look, it, you're using the rules to your advantage. Good for you. Um, but I will. End Every the show school does it. This. I will end the show with this. Because I, I don't want to get into this because we've gotten into this before, and we're going to do a whole scandals episode like we talked about. And this is a great great way to kind of speak about this. So we're going to do one o- over the summer while there's not a ton of content. We're going to break down biggest Ohio State scandals. Obviously, TattooGate was a scandal. When you look at what TattooGate was and compare it to everything going on, I just want to end the show with this. Please, please reinstate that season and – Put some respect on Jim, Jim, Jim Tressel's name, and if not, I think we should honor him when Youngstown State comes to play. I think he got absolutely shafted. I think a lot of people agree with everything coming out now. It's it's honestly a travesty that we we did that to our coach. Uh, and,
0: I, and let it's time to let Terrell Pryor
1: do. It's
0: been ten years.
1: Let twelve I, years. Th- there's no uh, those boys did nothing wrong. It was they were oh, a part of that that was stuff? a witch hunt they
0: didn't know those tattoo parlors were going to be drug rated. Yeah. It, it's, That's the it, only reason why they got caught. It's time. It's, a shame. it's time to put
1: honored Trell Pryor and his accomplishments.
0: It really is. And Jim Trestles.
1: It also raise a banner for the twenty twelve undefeated season. because we should have never been postseason banned in urban Meyer. or the national can, can, we player, can we call
0: all those players can we call all those players? Back from Alabama and all Ohio State players, and just play for the natural title.
1: No, no, we're just going to UCF it. I think we just UCF it and just claim it because we I beat Alabama. Can, beat you, Bama imagine, the next can year you imagine? Can you imagine two years later?
0: Can you imagine AJ McCarron handing the ball to Eddie Lacy again? I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Our, Ohio State's guys are in much better shape, I think, than Bama. I, mean, I
0: mean, Braxton Miller at quarterback again.
1: Right? Oh yeah. They're I mean, gonna play. They're gonna play in a field somewhere. Uh, just have have them play in a cornfield. But Cass, we're running out of time on the Zoom. I don't know why Zoom is doing us doing this to us these days. But anything else, real quick?
0: No, hundred days.
1: Hundred days. Get hundred days. Hundred years in the shoe. I'm hyped. Thank you so should much I, for listening to another should I,
0: episode. Should I start my countdown tomorrow with Bill Willis? Ninety nine
1: days. Absolutely, baby. Thank you so much and go box. <laughs> go box.